Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews, coming at you online and in print format at nicktiffany.com, in audio format wherever you get your podcasts, and even in video on YouTube, Reels, TikTok, you can find us everywhere. Today, we're really, I'm like, this has got to be one of the last, if not the last movies I'm going to see for 2023, and that's anyone but you. And it's a curious one that, I, you know, putting the rom-com... At the end of December, in the middle of Oscar season, an odd move because it is a good movie and it's a very enjoyable movie. Probably would do better if they released it during Valentine's Day. But what do I know? Why would you want a movie like that then? You know, maybe for the holidays, people needed a little uh, laughter and romantic cheer. So I get it. Anyone But You comes from director Will Gluck, who is responsible for Easy A, No Strings Attached. He did the Annie movie remake. You know, he's got a very interesting filmography. He did the Michael J. Fox show. Uh, but you could tell that love, exploring some of these themes between people, um, especially this gray area where our current society resides, where, you know, people don't want to commit. They don't, you know, we want to keep it casual, but maybe I don't want it to be casual, but I want them to think I'm casual. The dating scene, as always, shifts and changes in horrible ways. Um, and so uncertainty is something I think that really drives a lot of people these days. Is because it's like, I just don't know. I don't know what they think. I don't know what I think. Do I need to make a decision? It's easier not to. And so anyone but you, which I only discovered was a take on Much Ado About Nothing, the which is my favorite William Shakespeare play. I only found that out yesterday before going and watching the movie. So I was like, oh. I was already interested in seeing it for Glenn Powell and Sidney Sweeney and the potential chemistry there. But I was like, OK, I love Much Ado About Nothing. So I am all in on that. Curious to see how they were going to do it for modern day. You know, uh, kind of like they allude to in the play. You have this date spent with two people, a wonderful, wonderful date, getting to know each other, exploring each other, learning and just sharing so much, you know, unlike anything else, you know, not not your common 21st century date, not even back when Shakespeare was writing, you know, there was something magical there. And the girl ducks out in the morning, maybe she tries to make it right, but the guy is already in his feelings and he's just upset and saying things that maybe he doesn't actually mean to his buddies about her. And that's kind of where our film starts, is after a great meet cute, after an awesome date, Two people got a little insecure, maybe, and then said or did things that they didn't really want to. And so they don't see each other for a long while until, of course, Glenn Powell's good friend is getting married and she's marrying the sister of Sidney Sweeney, as fate would have it. And of course, they're going to have to go on a grand extravagant wedding destination to Sydney, Australia. And you can only imagine what happens everybody kind of, you know, they're like, oh, well, they butt heads. But, you know, maybe if they got together, there'd be less clashing. We could have an easier weekend, you know. And so you've got parents, friends, people trying to hook them up, trying to put them in positions. And eventually they catch on and it's like, OK, you know, well, maybe maybe we'll just play along with it. We'll fake love. We'll fake like we're into each other. And if you've ever seen a movie or read a story before, you know exactly how that's probably going to work out. But it's the it's the journey. It's the journey of how we get there. And I'm a huge, huge Glenn Powell fan. 
This guy just oozes charisma. He's funny, smarmy. Obviously, he's a good-looking guy. You know, they certainly play that up big in the film. But he's funny, and he's got vulnerability. He is more in tune. I mean, just roll to roll, watching him in interviews. He just, he's an enjoyable personality. He's got the looks. He's got the chops. This guy should be every leading actor in Hollywood. So I'm, I'm hoping we're on the precipice of this, just like really pushing pushing him into the next level because he's awesome. And Sydney Sweeney's great after, you know, a career turn in euphoria. She's doing producing of her own, even here in this film. Uh, and so it's really cool to see her starting to take on more feature films, especially as it takes like three to four years to film every season of euphoria or stranger things like all these shows. Now, you know, it's just, it's never easy. So I'm glad that she's doing something while she's waiting for that. Um, the two are great. They've got a great chemistry. Pal, yes, is a little older. You know, she's a little more naive. Maybe he's a little too cocky, confident, but it works really well between the two of them. They're able to kind of bring each other up and take each other down a peg where they need to. It is genuinely pretty funny. There's a few moments where it's a little ridiculous, but again, you know, what rom-com would not be perfect without some just cringy or hysterically wild moments. And I don't know. I mean, I saw this movie in a full theater. People were laughing, having a great time. It doesn't reinvent the wheel. So, you know, don't go totally in expecting like, this is going to be a brand new love experience, love comedy. No, but are you going to enjoy it? Yes. And is it relevant? And does it do enough differently with this story to keep it interesting, to keep you kind of guessing or wondering what might change or how it might play out? I think they did a great job and it really feels like it's in tune with today's society. It feels like it's informed by real people who are searching for love, who have been heartbroken, this hookup culture, F boys, F girls, whatever, you know? Um, so I think, I think they did a really good job with it. I think not sure if this was the best time to release it. Cause this would do really well at Valentine's day. Maybe they will be smart and throw it back into theaters then. But, if you need an escape from all of the drama, all of the family drama at home, you know, if you're hosting Christmas holiday parties and, you know, you don't want to go see those like really serious, dramatic Oscar movies, take a load off, go see anybody but you, anyone but you, have a great time. I, you know, I, I'd find it hard to believe that people wouldn't have an enjoyable time watching this because I know I had a great time. So check it out. It's worth it. There's so few comedies these days, it feels like, too. It's always good to go out and support, you know, newer or recycled comedy, I would say, because I've seen enough dramas this year to last a lifetime, but probably like five comedy films that were actually worth noting or sharing with people. So do with that what you will. Thank you again, as always, for listening in, you guys. We're going to have best of lists coming out pretty soon here. So stay tuned because I'm going to be throwing a lot of stuff at you. You'll get the reasoning. And before you know it, we'll blink and 2024 is going to be here. And we'll already be doing 2024 movies. I'm not ready for that yet, though. So dive back into the catalog. Follow NT Movie Reviews. Anywhere you're on social media. Anywhere you get your podcasts in audio form. You can find us on video and YouTube. On Reels. TikTok. We're doing it all these days. So thanks again always for listening. 
Have a great day and happy holidays to you and yours.